This week on Art in the Air, our whole show is on location from the 2021 Lovesnik Art Festival, interviewing over 20 out-of-town artists discussing their art and the return to in-person festival events. Our spotlight is on this year's Art Barn Art Blitz, running September 18th and 19th, with Executive Director Amy Neverdakis. Express yourself through art and show the world your heart. Express yourself through art and show the world your heart. You're in the know with Esther and Mary. Art on the air today. Stay in the know with Mary and Esther. Art on the air our way. Express yourself through art and show the world your heart. Express yourself Welcome, you're listening to Art on the Air on WVLP 103.1 FM and Lakeshore Public Radio 89.1 FM, our weekly program covering arts and arts events throughout Northwest Indiana and beyond. I'm Larry Breckner of New Perspectives Photography, right alongside here with Esther Golden of The Nest in Michigan City. Aloha, everyone. We're your hosts for Art on the Air. Art on the Air is supported by an Indiana Arts Commission Arts Project Grant through South Shore Arts and the National Endowment for the Arts. Art on the Air streams live at WVLP.org and is rebroadcast on Monday at 5 p.m., plus is also heard on Lakeshore Public Radio, 89.1 FM, every Sunday at 7 p.m., also streaming live at lakeshorepublicradio.org and is available on Lakeshore Public Radio's website as a podcast. Our spotlight interviews are also heard Wednesdays on Lakeshore Public Radio. Information about Art in the Air is available at our website, breck.com slash AOTA. That's breck, B-R-E-C-H dot com slash AOTA. That includes a complete show archive, spotlight interviews, plus our show is available on multiple podcast platforms, including NPR One. Please like us on Facebook, Art on the Air, WVLP, for information about upcoming shows and interviews. And we'd like to welcome to Art in the Air, someone, of course, has been with us several times before from the Art Barn School of Art, Amy Neverdakis. Welcome to Art in the Air Spotlight. Glad it's to be always here. so nice to see you, Amy. Yeah, it's great to see you too, Esther. <laughs> Tell us about some of the uh, things you have coming up, uh, you sure. know, going on. You have, I know, a big event coming up, at, like current exhibits and things like that. Yes, we do. Yeah, when do we not have anything going on? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, our current exhibition is called Sullivan's Nature, and it is artwork by our founder and um, some of the people that were part of her circle. Um, this exhibition is one that we had curated, that our uh, board president had curated with Greg Hertzleib at Brower Museum of Art before they closed down um due to COVID. Um, so we had this great exhibition put together, but then, you know, during COVID we had nowhere to put it. Um, so we scaled down the exhibition and um, we hung it in our gallery. So we're pretty excited about that. It's a, you know, it's worse from our permanent collection. So we're, we're excited. And yeah. The nostalgia is beautiful too. Yeah. What other exhibits you have coming up in the future before we get to the big event? So um, after that one comes down, this one is going to be up during uh, Art Blitz, which is what we're going to talk about here in a minute. Um, and the opening reception will be during Art Blitz on, um, I believe, on on Saturday from 5 to 7. Um, the, the exhibition after that is going to be um, work by our Opportunity Enterprises students. So Opportunity Enterprises is coming here once a week um, for classes, and um, we're going to do an exhibition of their work and then have an opening reception for them on October 22nd. Um, so 
that'll be really nice. That'll be from six to eight. So the public's welcome to come to that. And I think there's going to be some artwork for sale. Very good. Yeah. So tell us about Art Blitz. That's your uh, your big outdoor event. Uh, I've been there several times. In fact, I got to con in doing photos for you guys one time. <laughs> con. <laughs> Asked. <laughs> Voluntold. <laughs> Voluntold. <laughs> um, we thank you for being there and taking pictures, Larry. We appreciate it. Um, so Art Blitz is our annual festival. Um, it's always the third weekend in September. And um, we feature, you know, all kinds of art. So the, the exhibition is going to be up. We're going to have artist booths. Um, so you can peruse peruse those and purchase artwork and support those, those artists. Um, we are also going to have a lot of interactive art activities, which are what really make our festival special. Um, cause we really encourage patrons to, um, get in there, roll up their sleeves and to, um, to make art and, you know, try to ex- explore those educational opportunities that we, ha- that we have. And then, you know, maybe they would say, well, this is really interesting. I think I might like to try this on a, you know, on a longer basis. And so maybe they would sign up for a class. So, so what type of mini classes will you be featuring um, at the I Blitz? Bl- I believe we're going to have um, some um, some watercolor uh, watercolor class, and I know that we're going to have some ceramics dem- demonstrations, and hopefully people will be able to kind of get their hands dirty with some clay. Sometimes people don't like to do that when they come to events, but you know, kids love it. <laughs> the artists that will be doing the demos, do you have a list of those? Um, yeah, we're still lining a lot of them up. I don't know if I can get them pulled up right away while we're talking, but um, yeah, most of them are our instructors. So, um, oh, beautiful. I believe that. Um, Gail Wolliver, who helped us set up our ceramic art studio, she's going to be here. Um, I can't, I don't have the list in front of me. That's okay. But, but it's most and of our, mo- mostly our people that, that have instructed for us. So. And I was excited um, that you'll be adding to the new mural. Can you talk about that at all? Yeah. Um, we, so and down in our low, lower level outside, we have two murals that have been collaborative. So, you know, different people are responsible for different parts of it. And, you know, we've got some space for another mural. So we're still trying to figure out exactly what the theme will be for that. One of the murals we have now is sunflowers. And then the other one is um, kind of a cow uh, farm theme. But I'm thinking maybe this one might be chickens. I'm chickens. Of course, you have chickens there as well as animals. What kind of entertainment are you planning to have and food? Um, So we're lining up our artists for the stage. And um, we, I know our final artist is going to be Joe Rowan, um, who has been at our festival the last few years. And um, also there's going to be a group from the Dune Summer Theater that are going to be here making some, um, you know, doing some, some numbers that they did last year, I think from Moana. So um, that's, that's just a couple of the people we have lined up. So. And food? And food. We're going to have some barbecue and some sweets. <laughs> Very good. Well, what, what can we find out more information about, uh, well, Art Barn in general and specifically about Art Blitz and dates and everything else? Oh, absolutely. So um, artbarnschool.org is your resource for everything. That's our website. Um, If you need to call us, 219-462-9009. The festival is September 18th and 19th from 11 to 5, both days. It's free to park and free to get in. And admission and um, activity tickets are available for purchase at the gate. 
Excellent. Yeah, it's a fabulous event. It is. Yeah, thank you. So that's Amy Navardakis, who's the executive director for Art Barn School Art, talking about Art Blitz and everything else going on. That's September 18th and 19th, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. both days. And that's uh, 695 North 400 East in Valparaiso. Thanks so much for being Art in the Air Spotlight, Amy. Thanks for thank having Thank you. You're listening to Art on the Air, WVLP 103.1 FM, and on Lakeshore Public Radio 89.1 FM. Well, this week on Art of the Air, we're going to do something different. Esther and I have been both out at art fairs, uh, both the Chesterton Art Fair, though it was a little bit too windy to get interviews, and on August 21st, 22nd, I was able to get out at the Lobesnik Art Festival and uh, get some interviews with some out-of-town artists, and uh, it was really a treat, and we hope you enjoy that. Yeah, you know, Larry, this could kind of be considered a pre-post-pandemic update or a continuation of that series we did speaking with artists about the pandemic and the impact it was having on their careers and their lives. So this program is, we will focus on a handful of artists during an art festival and hear how grateful they are for the community support that they've received and to be working the art fair circuit again. Many uh, have adjusted their travels and don't do long distance travels anymore, but are sticking to shows close to home. So I hope everybody enjoys these short talks with many of the artists at the Lubeznik Arts Festival. And they were very interesting. Well, let's take a listen to these right now for Art in the Air from the Lubeznik Art Festival. And we're here with uh, Rita Cochran. She's from Union Pier, Michigan, at the Lebesnik Art Fair and Booth 49. And uh, welcome, Rita, to Art in the Air. Hello. How are you? Well, Rita, tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into art, and then we'll also have you describe your art here. Okay. Well, actually, um, I've always enjoyed art, but I became an art teacher. I was art teacher here in Michigan City for 39 years. Mm-hmm. I am since retired. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I do miss everybody, though. And um, we started, my sister and I started a gallery in Union Pier called Local Color Gallery. Okay. And um, so all the things you see are kind of coming out of that. Okay, describe what you have here because for our radio audience, they can't exactly see it. Well, everything I make is recycled and repurposed. So we have um, kids' sweaters, adult sweaters, hats. Um, those are all made, scarves, those are all made out of um, felted wool. And I have skirts and dresses that are made from old golf shirts. Wow. And um, we have, um, let's see, well, we have cashmere kitties <laughs> for the kids. <laughs> and we have some Christmas trees and some wild, funky, primitive pillows influenced by my students. Okay. <laughs> so very primitive and, and fun. How long did you teach in uh, Michigan City? I taught for 39 years. Oh, good for you. So yes. I'm a retired theater director. So. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yes. And so where are you located in your, your shop? Uh, we're right on the Red Arrow Highway, just a quarter mile south of downtown Union Pier, which don't blink or you're going to miss it. <laughs> and uh, what are you looking forward to doing? Is this the last of your uh, exhibits or your things or what, do you, or you have any more? Actually, we have a couple more. So I'm kind of excited about that. But this is the first one we've done since the last Lebesnik show two, two years ago. Sure. So this has been fun to be out and see people again. And, and today the weather is beautiful. It sure is. Well, thank you. That's Rita Cochran from uh, Union Pier and uh, Art in the Air. Okay, we'd like to welcome now to Art in the Air from Lebesnik Festival, Donna Verdink. And uh, she's in booth number 42. She's from Columbus, Indiana. And Donna, welcome to Art in the Air. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background in art and everything. I am a watercolorist, and I have been painting since I was probably six years old. 
Um, it's been religiously the last 10 to 15 years. So we have been doing shows for probably about 10 years. Uh, we've been at Lubeznik several times, so that's been a lot of fun. We're really glad we're back again because last year was a real bust. It sure was. <laughs> so we're really glad that they could hold the festival again this year, and we really appreciate people coming out. Where are you from originally? Originally, I'm from Minnesota. Okay. And I know my accent doesn't give me away or anything like that, but yes, I'm from Minnesota. Um, currently, my husband and I have been living in Columbus for the last 35 years, and I just retired, so that's happy me. Um, what did you retire from? I retired from Cummins Engine Company. I was working as a legal um, forensics uh, professional, so that means that I look for information when people needed it. <laughs> okay, excellent. So tell us a little bit about your work in watercolor, what, uh, your subject matter and things like that. My subject matter ranges a lot of um, different subjects. I like to do a lot of animals, I like to do florals, uh, a lot of botanical, but, but things that are basically nature-related. I don't go to the abstract very much. Um, most of my things are very recognizable. I also like to paint things that will make people feel good. I like to have peaceful things, things that will make people feel serene, um, things that will make them feel as though they're at home. So a lot of water sites, a lot of, of uh, things that are pastel-y, that kind of thing. So it's very peaceful. Okay. Uh, are you doing any more festivals this year? We are. We are going to be at uh, Chautauqua in Madison, Indiana. Uh, I will also be at Hyde Park in Cincinnati. And my husband will be doing work at Penrod. He is a photographer. Ah. So, so he'll be doing Penrod, and he'll also be doing Bloomington Normal in, in Illinois. Okay, very good. Uh, anything you're looking forward as we're hopefully coming out of COVID? I'm looking forward to more festivals. I'm looking forward to travel again. <laughs> Uh, we just finished our seventh continent just for COVID. So we've been to Antarctica and we've actually walked on the continent. So travel is really, really special to us. We were in Africa the year before that. And so I'm really, really looking forward to getting some new material and getting back to, to seeing the world again. Very good. Well, thank you for sharing your story from Columbus, Indiana. Thank you. And we continue from Lebesnik Art Fair. We have Wood Things by Eric. It's custom design, handmade wood products, and it's uh, Eric Stanifer. Uh, he is from Mishawaka. So welcome to Art on the Air. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. Uh, I've been doing woodworking for approximately uh, 12 years. Um, I just really recently started doing uh, craft shows and stuff in the last couple of years. So, And uh, I you know, do all like all of my pins and everything. I hand turn all this stuff on the lathes. And I have a CNC router that I make my coasters and everything with. So, and I'm a mechanical engineer by trade, so a lot of this stuff comes natural to me. <laughs> Excellent. And so we see uh, pens here uh, with different uh, themes to them, everything like that, and uh, coasters. How long have you been doing art fairs? Uh, approximately three years. Okay. First year at, at, uh, at this one, but I've been doing other ones. Okay. Did you have any uh, further down this summer? Uh, possibly uh, two more. One over in uh, uh, Three Oaks, Michigan, and then another one uh, in uh, South Bend. Okay. And uh, so how close are you to retirement so you could do this full time? Uh, probably a good 10, 15 years away. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, and where do you work? For what? What really pays the bills? Uh, I work for Lippert Components. Okay, very good. Well, Eric, thank you for giving sharing us a little bit on uh, your art here at the Lebesnik Art Fair. And our next guest is uh, from Framed Lights X3. It's uh, from Carmel, Indiana, Otis Harville, and uh, he's here at the Lebesnik Art Fair. Otis, welcome to Art in the Air. Hello, hello. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. 
Well, I'm from Carmel, Indiana, like you mentioned, uh, framed lightscapes, uh, fine art photography, and I do about 15 shows a year, 15 shows a year. Okay, and COVID, of course, has been impacted you probably by doing shows. Absolutely. Uh, No shows last year, so I did a lot of gallery work in and around my town. Um, But, yeah, we made it through that. Yeah, and Carmel's very much of an arts community anyway for music and art. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So that was... It was trying, but you know, it was still nothing beats doing shows. Well, tell us a little about your background, where you grew up, and how you, I always like to say how you got from where you were to where you are now. Okay, I grew up in Michigan, uh, uh, about forty, about an hour outside of Detroit, Rochester Hills, Michigan. Um, I moved to Indiana probably about 15, 16 years ago, and I made this a profession uh, about 12 years ago. Okay. Yeah, and it's, it's tough to do. And of course, I'm a photographer also, so I always have to ask this question what do you shoot with? <laughs> I shoot with a Canon 5D Mark IV. Well, excellent. I'm a Canon shooter also. So, you know, because friends don't let friends shoot with Nikon. Yep, that's it. There you go. And so since we're on radio, describe your work. What would you describe your themes? My theme is primarily outdoor landscape and structure, um, high detail, high detail, and calibrated workflow so you get uh, exact colors, hard archived, uh, limited edition of 46 for each title. Very good. And, uh, of course, what's your, uh, uh, this is more interesting for our photographers, your post-processing, what do you use? I use Lightroom and Photoshop. Okay, right, very good. Well, thank you so much for coming on Art in the Air, sharing your moment here, uh, and good luck at Lebesnik. That's uh, Otis Harville from Carmel, Indiana. Thank you, thank you. And next at the Lebesnik Art Fair, we have uh, Janice Serwinski, and she's going to tell us a little bit about where she's from, everything, Aurora, Illinois, and also where she grew up and about her art. Janice, welcome to Art on the Air. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about your background, kind of like uh, your biography, where you, how you got from where you were to where you are now before we talk about your art. Okay, well, I sketched and drew since I was a child. Just really always enjoyed it. Um, I love nature. So uh, I studied graphic design in college. Uh, then I moved on to teaching art from first grade up through high school and always wanted to pursue the painting. And finally, when our kids were out of the house and moved on with their lives, I was able to pursue this. So that's kind of my story. Are you still teaching? I do not teach anymore. After 14 years of teaching, um, this is my time. So I'm, I'm really having a blast. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, how many art fairs have you been doing? Uh, I just started doing art fairs last year. So I did six last year, and I have six slated for this summer. Okay, very good. So tell us a little your other biography, where you grew up and things like that. I grew up in rural Iowa. Got to give Iowa a try. Yeah, so that's uh, part of the reason I, I paint barns. Um, I enjoy, you know, the past and growing up there. It's a, a wonderful place to grow up, but I never saw the ocean until my adult life, so living on the farm. So that's where my family, when we vacation, we like to go to the ocean. We rent an Airbnb and stay on the beach and I take my paints they've been, my plein air paint box has been to Spain, it's been to Mexico, it goes to Florida wherever we go. Excellent. Uh, How's the art fair been? Uh, Traffic through here? Purchases? Pretty good traffic and a few purchases which is, it's been a good fair. Yes. Excellent. Well thank you Uh, Janice Serwinski from Aurora, Illinois. Thank you. 
And now our next guest on uh, Art in the Air is Patty Paris Owens. She's from just south of Indianapolis here at the Lebesnik Art Fair. Patty, welcome to Art in the Air. Thank you very much. So we want to hear a little bit about you, uh, your background, uh, your biography, how you got from where you were to where you are now, and maybe a little bit about uh, then your art. Okay. Well, I uh, am a graduate of Indiana State University, and I uh, went into home remodeling and found myself uh, working with designers and builders and wanted to add to the end product of the, of the projects. And so I started working on in Canvas Art about 10 years ago. And so maybe describe, uh, since we can't do on radio, uh, your art, describe your art, what your style is, and it seems like all of your stuff is rendered on canvas. My, my style is a little different. My style is uh, really my own personal style because I uh, am self-taught, and it's a combination of a very soft layering process where I'm using mediums mixed in with my paints, uh, acrylics, metallics, glazes, iridescent mediums, paste gels. Uh, and I layer uh, because I'm always wanting colors to show through each other and enhance. And I, I think that most would find that my style is a very soft style. Right, and actually very reasonably priced when I look at the size mm-hmm. of these things. So. Good, well that's good. So tell us a little bit, uh, well, we told talked about your biography, but uh, kind of where, where you grew up and how you got from where you were to where you are now. Well, so I grew up in um, Franklin, Indiana, and um, moved to Michigan and Ohio and then found myself back in Indiana. And um, so I'm married and I have a son and uh, really I think... My work, uh, my canvas art started uh, when I realized that I wanted to stay home more with my son. So now I work um, from my own studio. I'm um, an Indiana artisan, uh, considered an Indiana artisan, which is a juried group of fine artists. Um, and so my, I travel around to regionally, Illinois, Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, Kentucky. Really, I was at this show a couple of years ago and really enjoyed being in Michigan City. And so that's why we wanted to come again. Very good. How many more yeah. shows you have down the road? So I have Michigan shows, a large Michigan show, and then uh, Pinrod in Indiana. And then the St. James Court Art Show in Louisville. Excellent. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's uh, Patty Paris Owens uh, from just south of Indianapolis at the Lebesnik Art Fair. Thank you very much. And now I'm with uh, Kelly Brace from Wabash, Indiana at the Lebesnik Art Fair for Art in the Air. So, Kelly, uh, welcome to Art in the Air. Thank you. So tell us a little bit, first of all, about yourself, your biography, how you got from where you were to where you are before we talk about your art. Okay. um, I think I've been creating all of my life, but not necessarily specific things. Um, But I took up um, painting again about, oh, 10 years ago. And so it has evolved and, and I started doing a lot more shows and it seems to work. Very good. We can't see your uh, art on the radio, but can you describe kind of your art for our listeners? Okay. It's uh, mixed media. I start with acrylic. I do kind of just a crazy splatter paint just to cover the surface. And then I use clear gesso and go back over the top of that with oil paint, pastels, uh, paint sticks, just whatever tools I can grab. And then I also remove paint by using um, paper towel with patterns and 
silicone trivets and things that leave patterns. So, Very good. Now uh, tell us a little bit about uh, how many art fairs you're doing and what art fairs you might have coming down the road. Okay, um, well... Um, as you know, last year wasn't so good for art fairs, um, but this year I had um, 10 scheduled, 3 canceled, so I am um, halfway through my art fair season. I've got a show in Chicago next week, and then Penrod in Indianapolis two weeks after that, and then I go to Cincinnati in October. And now that COVID-19 is sort of uh, the light at the end of the tunnel, what are you looking forward to do that you haven't been able to do? Well, I'd like to do a lot more uh, shows. I'd like to be able to do like two shows a month next year so um, and get that going and maybe expand out away from Indiana a little farther. Um, so we'll see. Excellent. Any gallery exhibits? Uh, not currently. Not anything coming up right now, but I would be glad to do one if somebody give me a call. <laughs> Excellent. That's Kelly Brace, and she's from Wabash, Indiana. Thank you. No problem. And here at Lobesnik Art Fair from Art of the Year, uh, we're with Ron Steck. He does oil on canvas and different types of things. Uh, he's from uh, St. Joe, Michigan. So welcome to Art in the Air. Thank you. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, your biography, how you got from where you were to where you are. I'm originally from LaPorte, Indiana, so I'm a local guy. <laughs> okay. And uh, in the meantime, uh, I grew up with painting, uh, graduated in a Ju German university, uh, in graphic art and uh, fine art, and uh, been back in this country for about 15 years now, uh, just painting, the thing I love to do. And describe your work, uh, again, because this is radio, so we can't show right, it. Right. So, so describe your work for our listeners. Well, it's uh, what I paint is uh, usually described as a representative art, which uh, shows real nature scenes, landscapes, and so and uh, you're done in oil and spit. Okay, very good. So uh, did you grow, you grew up in Germany? No, I uh, lived and worked there for okay. se for several years. Yeah. So you're a, you're a German speaker apparently. Also, yes. You can buy bits, you know. Sure. So uh, uh, art fairs. Is this how many art fairs have you done? Yeah, what you... Well, I have a longer history of doing art fairs since I've been back in the United States and mostly here in the Michiana area, Michigan, Indiana, a lot of Illinois, Chicago. And um, this is one of the few I'm doing these days because it's a lot of work for me. Um, so um, I came back here to my roots. I've met a lot of people I know and a lot of even relatives here today. <laughs> well, thank you so much. It's Ronald Steck from St. Joseph, Michigan, here at the Lebesnik Art Fair. Yeah, thanks. And we continue at Lebesnik Art Fair with Carrie S. Bash. Uh, Magpie Dreams is what she calls it, kind of a fantasy art. And uh, she is from... Argos, Indiana. Argos, Indiana. So, uh, Carrie, welcome to Art in the Year. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your uh, biography, how you got from where you were to where you are now. Well, I went to art school in Columbus, Ohio, Columbus College of Art and Design. And I studied illustration and fine art. So all my work starts with um, kind of life study, uh, line drawings, heavy into drawing. I want everything to look as real as possible. And then from there, I move on to kind of making it my own. Okay, and a lot of fantasy things. I need those on your uh, things all the way around from line drawings to, you know, very pen and ink. Yes, I draw from uh, folk art, fairy tales, um, the world around me, the natural world, um, very into kind of a historical fantasy. Is your art practice a full-time thing? 
Oh, no. <laughs> I wish that it was, but no, I actually uh, work in a vet clinic. Well, there you go. Well, then you have a lot of potential subject matter. Yes, I do. I see all kinds of things. <laughs> I'm sure. Some of which you don't want to put into art. Uh, and uh, you're in Argos. So tell us how, where you grew up and that type of thing. Sure. So Argos is a small, small town. I actually live in the country, um, not in town. So I'm surrounded by woods and fields and uh, we have a lot of native plants at our property and a big koi pond. We have horses, we have dogs, cats, um, we have had all kinds of different animals in the past, so lots to draw from. Excellent. Uh, how's the art fair season been for you? Uh, we haven't done a lot this year, uh, not a lot of traveling this year for us, but the fairs we've done have been nice. Um, lots, to, uh, lots of people wanting to come out and you know be out in the environment and see people, so it's just been a lot of fun. What's in the future for art fairs? Do you have a, an agenda or an itinerary? I say mostly in Indiana. Uh, we stick close to northern Indiana, sometimes down into central, so I do South Bend, um, probably back here probably, um, just mostly northern Indiana. Well, thank you so much, Magpie Dreams, Curious Bash from Argos, Indiana. Thank you so much. And we continue at the Lebesnik Art Fair on Lindy Hill, Handbags and Accessories by Kathy Bray from Sheridan, Indiana. Welcome to Art on the Air. Thank you very much. It's a beautiful day. It sure is. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your biography, where you grew up, uh, school, everything like that, how you got from where you were to where you are now. Okay. I grew up in Sheridan, Indiana, where I'm living now. Uh, my husband and I lived in Westfield for several years. We raised kids, and uh, three of them were in college at the same time. Oh my gosh. And while they were doing that, we both took uh, part-time jobs, and mine was sewing for a purse company. And uh, when uh, that company was no longer around, I still wanted to sew bags. I started my sewing in 4-H as a child and just loved it ever since. And so that's what I do. I sew handbags and accessories, and I go to different craft shows and art shows. Okay. Well, I see uh, some, describing some of your things here. Uh, what is your inspiration? The different things, the bags and everything. What do you have available here? I have handbags that are large, tote size bags with several pockets. Pockets are my feature. I have crossbody bags as well. I have walker saddlebags. And then accessories to match your bag. I have wallets, eyeglass cases, checkbook covers, and credit card holders. The credit card holders have RFID blocking fabric in them. I was just looking at that. That's yes. excellent. So uh, is this, uh, how's been your art fair season? Uh, is this, uh, how many have you done? What's look, what are you looking forward to doing? I'm on my about 10th show this year. Um, we go two to three times a month. And we enjoy going for a long weekend and seeing the area uh, trying to, to visit a little bit while we're at. We'll be in Kentucky four, four times yet this year, and uh, we take a, a long weekend and enjoy ourselves. Well, that's a great way to go. So that's on Lindy Hill, Handbags and Accessories, Kathy Bray from Sheridan, Indiana, here at the Little Business Example. Thank you for coming on Art on the Air. Thank you very much. You're listening to Art on the Air, WVLP 103.1 FM, and on Lakeshore Public Radio 89.1 FM. And we continue here at the uh, Lebesnik Festival, and uh, we have uh, Rhino Glass, Peter Brown, Suffused Glass Art from Northbrook, Illinois. Peter, welcome to Art on the Air. Thank you very much. Tell you, he's a radio man. You can tell that by the voice. Well, Peter, tell us a little bit about your biography, how you got from where you were to where you are now. Well, for 30 years, I was a sports talk show host nationally and locally, and I would do this in my free time because, you know, you work four hours a day, so you have to do something to keep busy. So I kept busy doing glass, and I experimented with it, and I thought this would be really cool. 
And then as I went further and further, I knew I was going to get close to retirement. I figured I got to do something because otherwise I'll be bored to tears. So then I started on the art circuit. And now this is what's become my full-time job. Excellent. So uh, where did you grow up? Where are you from? Well, I grew up in New York City and I ah. couldn't be less artsy. <laughs> like you, you, first of all, I don't even know anybody in New York City that's artsy. My di- dioramas in like school, I can't paint, I can't draw. Thank goodness for glass. Thank goodness for like silk screening and glass. Otherwise, forget it. I'd have no art ability at all. How'd you get into glass? Well, I started in wood. I wanted to make cabinets and I wanted to make things for the kitchen, do nice things for the wife. But I can't add. I fell asleep in fraction class. So <laughs> like one fourth and one eighth is I have no idea. And it would the cabinets would be the wrong size. And I'd sand one to get it even. It'd be like a pencil after a while. So I was next to somebody who did glass at an art show. And she goes, it flows and it ebbs and it ends at a certain point. I said, that's for me. Do I have to add anything? No. She goes, it, it takes care of itself. I said, that's for me. So uh, this are you in the middle of your art season? How many have you done? What do you have going down the road? Yeah, I'm probably in the middle right now. I've done uh, four or five. I can't remember anymore because they all blend together. Um, I've done five already and I think I have five left. So I'm actually right in the middle. So it's been great. It's been an amazing season. You, know, you hate to say, is there a silver lining in a pandemic? But it is. Once people got out, they couldn't wait to get out. And they had a whole year of spending on nothing but food and toilet paper. So they have all of this money to spend and new houses to decorate. And that's all new. I wasn't prepared for this, I'll tell you that. Inventory-wise, I was not prepared for this. Very good. Well, thank you so much. That's Rhino Glass. Uh, that's Peter Brown, Fused Glass Art from Northbrook, Illinois. Thank you. I'm excited. We continue at the art festival here at the Lebesnik uh, with dimensional acrylic paintings by Amy Huizinga. She's from Chicago, Illinois. Welcome to Art on the Air. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Well, Amy, tell us a little bit about yourself, your biography, how you got from where you were to where you are now. Well, um, I've been working in uh, acrylic paintings for about 25 years now. Uh, I started out in accounting, which is quite different from this, uh, but worked my way into doing the art festivals. And um, yeah, like I said, 25 years now. So how long have you been doing your art or during that entire time? Uh, yeah, yeah, about 30 years. So, How'd you get into art? Was, you, was that something that was from, uh, as a young woman, you did that, or a young kid, or in school? Pretty much my whole life as a, a child, I just always loved art and um, drawing, coloring, you, know, you name it, and uh, just uh, came naturally to me, I guess. <laughs> so you're in Chicago, Illinois. Where did you grow up? I grew up in central Illinois, down near Champaign, um, farm farm kid, uh, <laughs> small town, and uh, but yeah, I've been up in Chicago for about 25 years. Excellent, excellent. And of course, this is your side job. You do accounting, as I said, on the, is your real job for right uh, now? Actually, this is mostly my, my full-time job now. I do um, a commission work for people and then art festivals throughout the, the summers. And speaking of art festivals, uh, where are you in your thing? Where do you, have you, how many have you been? And uh, do you have more down the road? I've got one more after this. Um, a little smaller show season than normal, you know, with COVID and all, uh, a few canceled. And um, But uh, I've had five or six so far this year and um, been going well. People are itching to get out and spend money, so that's a good thing. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, thank you, Amy Hoisinga, Dimensional Acrylic Paintings from Chicago, Illinois. Thank you so much. We continue at the uh, Lebesnik Art Festival. Uh, we now have Sean Corner Sculptures. He's from Wichita, Kansas. And so welcome, Sean, to Art on the Air. Well, thank you so much. 
So tell us a little bit about yourself, your biography, how you got from where you were to where you are. You grew up, everything like that. Well, I'm from Wichita, Kansas, and I got an ancient Roman and Greek history degree. And I was like, what on earth am I going to do with that? So I started doing art festivals, and mine are all out of clay, and they're all classical figures. Excellent, yeah. And I see that you do color them in various ways. They're almost, they're like a kind of raised three-dimensional artwork? Absolutely. I call them high relief, and they're just figures coming off of the plaques or out of the wall, sort of. And it's all themes of identity, themes of self-awareness and discovery. Now, do you, is this your art practice, your full-time job? It, it is. I have not had a real job in 29 years. <laughs> However, this is a real job. So. I, I agree, I, yes. but I always be careful because sometimes you have artists and actors, because I'm from theater, say, oh, this is my real job, is that. So yes. anyway, so uh, how's the art festival season been for you? It's been fantastic. There's been a lot of pent-up demand, and this sh- season has been tremendous. Very good. Where do you go from here? I go to Glen Ellen, Illinois, so I'm kind of doing a show tour right now. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Anything else you'd like to add? No, I just really love this area and I love this festival. It's very laid back and easy going. Excellent. Sean Carner's sculptures from Wichita, Kansas, all the way here at the Lebesnik Art Fair. Sean, thank you. Thank you so much. We continue at Lebesnik Art Festival with uh, Tom Theory. Uh, He's going to tell us a little bit about uh, how he's enjoying today at the Art Festival. Tom, welcome to Art on the Air. Glad to be here. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your biography, how you got from where you were, like where you grew up and studied and everything, to where you are now. Grew up in, uh, born and raised in kind of Chicago, born in Chicago Heights, raised in St. John, Indiana, which is kind of a suburb of Chicago now. Went to various schools, graduated from Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan with a master's degree in art. Live in Adrian, Michigan, which is closer to Toledo, Ohio than any place else you'd recognize. And I don't know how many years I was at this show and was over in Washington Park. Then I took a break from it for a couple of years. I've been here probably for the last seven or eight years. So tell us a little bit about your art, you know, reminding that this is radio, so we can't really see it, but describe your art practice. Well, I work in a lot of different media. Um, a lot of them are just black and white acrylic ink, which I do uh, by dipping my hand in a tray of ink and making fingerprints and drawing with my fingers. I do a lot of work in watercolor, um, on paper, and on UPO, which is a new material made out of recycled water bottles, so it kind of kills two birds with one stone. I get a painting out of it, and there's a little fewer water bottles laying around on the street. How's this art festival season been for you? Uh, where are you at? Is it like the middle of it? And what are you ha- are looking forward to? For season, well, season's winding down. You know, it's getting late in August. I think I've got three more shows. I used to do about 25 shows, but I'm 81 years old. So I'm not doing the shows I used to do. Um, have three more after this. You look pretty spry for 81. So, well, thank you so much uh, for coming on the show. It's Tom Theory. Uh, he's at the Lebesnik Art Festival from Adrian. Uh, thank you for being on the show. Okay, come next year. This year's festival's almost over. So, yeah, come next year. <laughs> and we continue at Lebesnik Art Festival with Driggs Fine Art. Daniel T. Driggs, he's the artist. So he's going to tell us a little bit about that. He's from all over, but welcome to Art on the Air. Thank you for interviewing me. Thanks for the time here. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got from where you were to where you are now, your whole background biography. Okay. I've always done artwork, literally. I started professional classes when I was 16 with an Italian master, and then I studied art, art education with a minor in philosophy. You can't get jobs in art or (laughs) philosophy. And so that was some odd 50 years ago. And so uh, I did art professionally on my own 
for about 20 years, and then I entered the ministry, which ties in with the philosophy, and I was sure. a minister for 20 years, and now I'm doing both. I fill pulpits for ministers when they're on vacation or sick, and I do art shows on the weekends, <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> Excellent. Well, our audience can't see your art, but maybe describe uh, for them what you consider your art practice to be. Okay. I have a lot of people ask if they're watercolors. They are acrylic paint, but the background looks like watercolor. Uh, it's diluted acrylic paint, and which makes it waterproof as opposed to watercolor. And I start with an abstract background. With this abstract background, I'm, I literally play with the color. I will use everything from throwing paint to quick brush strokes with no subject in mind. Then after it dries, I rotate the paper and look at it and decide what animal belongs in that background. Very similar to a child looking at a cloud, only they're looking at the cloud, I'm looking at the blue sky, determining what animal belongs there. Very good. Yeah, you can see that in your work here. It's just uh, excellent. And um, so tell us, uh, your style here is very very innovative and everything, but how do you choose your animals? Uh, are they work, you work from uh, memory? Do you work from photograph? I work from photos that I have taken. I am not a photographer. I take what I call snapshots. To give you an idea, we went to South Dakota last year, and in two weeks, I took 4,000 photos. <laughs> I mean, if I see an animal, I'll have my camera and go click, 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 and as he continues to rotate, they're filed on the computer going, looking left, looking right, types of birds and so when I see the background I just kind of figure what animal belongs in there and then start going through the pictures. Excellent. Yeah, photographers don't tell you but the trick is you only show the good ones throw away the bad yes. ones. So <laughs> Maybe I'm a photographer. <laughs> yeah, you are. So tell us uh, how your uh, art festival season is. Uh, how many you've done? What do you have looking forward to? I have a total of 22 this year. Uh, most of them are Illinois, Indiana. Uh, I did do one in Colorado. I was able to go out and visit family at the same time, and the schedule worked out real well. But most of them are oh, oh, typically Ohio, Indiana, and Illinois. Um, Very good. Uh, Driggs Fine Arts, Daniel T. Driggs is the artist from Frankfurt, Indiana. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And we continue from the Lebesnik Art Festival with Daniel Fayer George from Boca Tan, Florida. So he's a little ways away from there. Uh, welcome to Art on the Air. Thank you. Appreciate it. So tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how you got from where you were to where you are now. So I used to work in the corporate world and decided to needed a change, so I started doing dictionary art. Explain for that the audience. I'm looking at it, but you can explain it, uh, how you're doing that. So I do everything on dictionary pages, atlas pages, and sheet music. And then the image will relate back to the page uh, in some manner. For instance, I might do an angel on the heaven dictionary page. My originals I do in a combination of pastels, charcoal, and some other mediums. And then the prints are a digital process. What was your inspiration to do that? So a lot of, a lot of times these things are getting thrown out uh, with Google who wants a traditional dictionary. So this was a good way to repurpose those pages. Excellent. Um, now, the art fair season, tell us a little bit about that. Where are you? How many art fairs are you doing? So in a pre-COVID environment, I was doing about 30 a year. You know, COVID was certainly shortened. Hopefully this year I'll be doing between 25 and 30. Um, originally from uh, Kansas City, Missouri, but I do make a circuit up from Florida uh, into Michigan and the upper Midwest and then uh, kind of heading back to Kansas City because that's where my family's at. Excellent. What are you looking forward to now that we're almost, maybe not quite, with COVID in the uh, rearview mirror? I'm looking forward to larger crowds because it seems like people are um, um, itching to get out and walk around and spend some money. Okay, thank you, Daniel. From Boktan, Florida, Daniel Fager, George, uh, and he's uh, got his wonderful dictionary art here. Thank you. For thank you. Appreciate it. 
and continuing with the Lesnick Festival, uh, Blacksmith Photography with Julie Schwartz. She's a fine art photographer, and she has some unique things. And she's from Sawyer, Michigan. Sawyer, Michigan. Okay, thank you, for Julie, for coming on Art in the Air. Okay, thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your uh, biography, how, where you grew up, how you got from where you were to where you are now. So I grew up in New Buffalo, Michigan, just across the line there, um, moved away, and then now we live in Sawyer. Um, and I used to be a social worker and got burned out and thought, I always like photography. So I went to um, Rocky Mountain School of Photography in Missoula, Montana. And um, when I left there, I felt like my stuff looked like everybody else's, and I didn't care for that. Um, and while I was there, I learned a process to do in um, Polaroid. And for me, it just was different, um, and so it really spoke to me. And uh, I don't know if you remember, but back in the day when uh, they used to tell you not to touch the Polaroid um, because it doesn't dry right away. So I smooshed the emulsion around, um, and it ends up looking like a painting. And then I enlarge them, and my husband uh, hand makes the frames out of barn wood. Um, well, they stopped making Polaroid, and then a group of former Polaroid uh, employees bought their last factory in the Netherlands, and they've been making new film for the old Polaroid cameras. Um, and with those, I do a little something different where um, I use black and white, and it ends up looking um, almost sepia, and I'll take multiple pictures of an object, trim off that Polaroid border, and then um, puzzle it together to make a one-of-a-kind collage. So that's you've described your artwork here, and uh, very beautifully framed. Uh, do you work in any other kind of photo uh, things other than Polaroid? No, nope, I'm strict. I'm the Polaroid lady, <laughs> so I just keep hope they keep making it, and uh, so all you kids out there keep buying that Polaroid. <laughs> Excellent. So uh, tell us about your art uh, season here. Uh, where are you at? How many uh, shows you're doing? What you're looking forward to? So um, this year is uh, shorter than normal because we didn't know what was all going on. So we have seven shows this year, which normally we do more than that. Um, but my husband and I both have part-time jobs, so we are able to, um, you know, get us through the winter. Um, although we travel all over, go to Florida. Um, not this year, but <laughs> uh, we're just sticking right around um, Indiana, Michigan um, this year. So we've got about three left. And we love Lebesnik uh, Center. It's kind of like my home show since I grew up in New Buffalo. Michigan City was kind of like home. So. Very good. Any final thoughts? Um, no, just keep coming out to the art shows and I'll keep taking pictures. <laughs> Very good. Blacksmith photography, Julie Schwartz. And uh, she's from uh, Sawyer, Michigan. Uh, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. You're listening to Art on the Air, WVLP 103.1 FM and on Lakeshore Public Radio 89.1 FM. And we're continuing at the Lebesnik Art Fair, uh, Scrimshaw by Mark Thorgerson. He's from Muskegon, Michigan, and he's here. Welcome to Art on the Air. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your biography, uh, how you got from where you were to where you are now. Well, I am a biology professor, actually, and I teach during the regular school year and then do art fairs during the summer. Um, I've been doing scrimshaw for about 50 years since I was a teenager. Excellent. Uh, where do you teach uh, biology? Grand Valley State University. So, um, so tell us about your artwork here. Describe it for our audience who obviously can't see it. It's etching on ivory or antler and uh, I, I etch it with a, a fine point and then rub ink into the scratches. It ranges everything from the traditional scrimshaw, which is 
uh, uh, ships and lighthouses and whales and things like that to nature scenes and art deco and Celtic designs. Did you, uh, how'd you learn this technique? I learned it on my own, kind of as a dare. I, I saw it first at a, in a gift shop in New England and when I was about 14 and said, I can do that. And my mom said, yeah, sure. So I had to show her. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you grow up? Uh, uh, kind of that background, too. I grew up in Iowa. Uh, I lived uh, for a time as a child on the coast of Maine and still have relatives there. And uh, pretty much moved around the eastern part of the United States and ended up in Iowa where I went to high school and college. Excellent. So uh, how's the art fair season been for you? Where are you at? How many have you done? What's uh, down the road? I've been at about 10 art fairs, including the one in Chesterton about two weeks ago. Uh, it has actually this year I've, uh, I'm going beyond my projections <laughs> for most shows. And uh, it's probably because the number of artisans at each show is fewer and people are just ready to get out and buy. That's so, for sure. So uh, that's Scrimshaw by Mark Thorgerson from Muskegon, Michigan. Thank you. And at Art in the Air, we are here at the Lebesnik Center. We're interviewing Quincy Owens from Harrison Center for the Arts, and he's going to tell us what he's doing here at the Lebesnik Arts Festival. Uh, I am here representing the Harrison Center for the Arts, located in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, it's a um, multiple studio, multiple gallery uh, art space, uh, over 25 studio spaces, over 35 artists, six galleries, uh, outdoor venues, uh, so they do a lot of things there within the center, uh, but they also go, that's uh, Harrison Center for the Arts and Harrison Center for the City. So they've really moved outside of the walls of the Art Center to engage uh, not only in Indianapolis, but in other communities as well. That's uh, one of the reasons we're here at the Lubesnik Center for the Arts. And your involvement with the center is? Uh, I've had a studio there for 18 years, uh, and then as part of Owens and Crawley, we're a public art team. Uh, we've made quite a few public art pieces uh, for the Harrison Center. Center as well, uh, and I just always love to be a part of what the Harrison Center does. They've been great for me for over the years. How did you get connected with Lubesnik? Uh, Lubesnik happened through Joanna Taft, the executive director at the Harrison Center. I'm not sure which came first, but uh, her husband, Bill, actually grew up here, uh, and then they've bought a property here uh, and have been coming to visit more and more often. And so Joanna, anybody who knows her knows she's a natural-born networker uh, working in the arts. I'm sure the first thing she did when she came here was look to see what the art scene is like here and who she could uh, become fast friends with here. What is your personal art practice? Uh, my personal art practice, I have my own art practice where I work with a lot of different mixed-media materials, ab abstract painting. I do resin paintings, uh, wood and metal sculptures, uh, and then I've become over the last few years much more known for larger public outdoor pieces with my partner Luke Crawley all over the United States. And where can you see some of those public pieces? Uh, easy ones in Indiana. There are some uh, big one in Carmel, Indiana, a big one in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Of course, since we're from Indianapolis, we're sprinkled all over Indianapolis now. Uh, a couple of big projects in Washington, D.C. We've shown work in Atlanta getting ready to do a big piece in uh, Denver, Colorado this year and Laramie, Wyoming this year as well. So kind of all over the place. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you, Quincy Owens from Harrison Center for the Arts here at Lebesnik Arts Festival. Thanks again for having me. And we continue at Lebesnik Art Festival. We're with Derek Carter, and he's going to talk about his art practice. He's inside here at the Lebesnik Center. So, Derek, welcome to Art on the Air. Uh, thank you. Thank you. 
So tell us a little about yourself, your biography, like where you grew up. Uh, I always like to say how you got from where you were to where you are now. I grew up in Indianapolis, Indiana, and uh, how I got to where I am now is just keep going forward and keep creating and have an imaginative uh, mind state and things. Did you study art like uh, in school or anything, or are you self-trained? No, I am self-trained. I taught myself everything that I am doing cur- currently. So you don't, that way, sometimes you learn your own, your own technique completely on your own. Yes, correct. So tell us a little bit, you know, obviously this is a radio show, so tell us about what your art would be up here like to our audience. Um, up here, it would be something different because it's something that I just created, and I'm from Indianapolis. So just to see something made out of sand here, a portrait, it is something very different and unique. Okay. And are you, is this your full-time practice, your art practice? It was my full-time practice, but I have a son on the way now, so I went back to 9 to 5 for you know, insurance purposes. Are you doing a bunch of festivals? I mean, you're not outside, you're indoors, but are you following the festival circuit? No, actually, this is my first festival that I've ever done. Um, I'm getting so big right now back in Indianapolis that I'm starting to um, get into galleries and museums. So to go down and do festivals, um, it's a lot different. And what are you looking forward to now that COVID is sort of becoming in the rearview mirror? I hope it stays in the rearview mirror. I am looking to get in more of uh, museums. I am in the Indianapolis State Museum, and I'm looking forward to other museums in other cities. We appreciate you coming on Art in the Air. That's Derek Carter from Indianapolis. He's here at the LeBesnick Art Festival. Thank you. Thank you. And we continue at the LeBesnick Art Festival. Uh, Trish's Dishes and More, and she's from Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Trish Caudill, welcome to Art on the Air. Awesome. It's nice to be here. Thank you. So tell us a little about yourself, Trish, uh, your personal story, your journey, how you got from where you were to where you are now. To where I am, how I found my love for my art form, which is ceramics, is uh, I had to fill a diversity course for my business degrees when I was at Indiana <laughs> University Southeast. So I was like, I'm going to take a ceramics class for non-majors. And the moment I put my hands in that clay, there was this connection I never felt in my life. And I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. So I ended up tagging on a minor in art with my degrees in business. And uh, I decided to start my own business. So I've been working professionally in clay since 2006. Wow. Have you, uh, is, is that your continuous art practice then? Uh, did you have to do anything else along the way? Oh, well, when I was first starting Trisha's Dishes and More, I actually worked at a restaurant in Louisville called Del Frisco's. And I worked there for three years straight, pretty much like seven days a week. So I would throw my pots during the day. And then I would work at the restaurant at night, and then once I started doing the art show scene, I'd get people to, to uh, pick up my shifts, and how I started. So describe your art for our audience. Okay, it is all high-fire stoneware. By looking at my body of work, you can tell that my heart is at the potter's wheel. I do a little bit of hand-building, but um, I really love the functionality of clay and how it's an artful piece, but it serves a physical purpose. And... Um, Tell us about your doing festivals, how they've been this year, and what are you looking forward to? Oh, the festival scene this year has been fantastic for me since COVID last year. You know, it kind of threw everybody for a loop, but um, coming back strong, and it's great. Very good. Anything else you're looking forward to? Uh, more art shows. Uh, very good. <laughs> so thank you so much from Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Trish's Dishes and More. Uh, Trish Caudill, thank you so much for being on Art in the Air. Thank you so much. And those were just some of the out-of-town artists uh, we had a chance to talk to at the Lebesnik Art Festival on August 21st and 22nd. And uh, we got to meet some there. And, of course, we did talk to people at Chester Art Fair, and Esther actually made some connections with them that we may have in future shows. 
Yes, we have. In fact, we've heard from Shauna Russell. That was excellent. That was from the Chesterton Art Fair. And those were so interesting. I'm so happy that the artists are starting to thrive again. It's good to see them back out doing art festivals. And this is kind of the mid-season after we all suffered through COVID and everything. So as we uh, explore with Art in the Air, both of us are going to try to do some things outside of the studio. So we're not always going to be inside the studio, but we'll still be bringing you the great content that we do. And we have some great things coming up uh, in September. So uh, please give us a listen. Thank you. And next week, we feature a country music sensation consisting of identical red-headed triplets, Taylor Red. And then we also have Taylor Tash discussing his new musical, Night Tide, coming to the Toll Theater. And also our spotlights on LaPorte County Symphony's Tim King discussing Hoosier Star. You've been listening to Art in the Air, and we'd like to thank our guests this week on WVLP 103.1 FM and Lakeshore Public Radio 89.1 FM, our weekly program covering arts and arts events throughout Northwest Indiana and beyond. Art in the Air is heard every Friday at 11 a.m. and rebroadcast Monday at 5 p.m. on WVLP. Art in the Air streams live at WVLP.org and is rebroadcast on Monday at 5 p.m. Plus is also heard on Lakeshore Public Radio, 89.1 FM, every Sunday at 7 p.m. Also streaming live at LakeshorePublicRadio.org and is available on Lakeshore Public Radio's website as a podcast. Our spotlight interviews are also heard Wednesdays on Lakeshore Public Radio. Thanks again to Greg Kovach, WVLP Station Manager, and Tom Maloney, Vice President of Radio Operations for Lakeshore Public Radio. Our theme music is by Billy Foster with a vocal by Renee Foster. Art in the Air is supported by an Indiana Arts Commission Arts Project Grant and the National Endowment for the Arts. Underwriters for Art in the Air, Walt Breidinger of Paragon Investments, and Mary Levan, Arts Patron. Art in the Air is always looking for financial support. We'd like to thank our current supporters. If you're looking to support Art in the Air, Esther and I especially would invite you to become an underwriter of this program in particular. We have information on our website at breck.com slash AOTA. You can find out support information there. So don't just be an Art on the Air listener. Become a supporter or underwriter in whatever amount you're able to do so so we continue to bring you this great content and this great local programming. And like I say every week, don't give till it hurts. Give till it feels good. And you'll feel so good about supporting Art on the Air. Information about Art on the Air is available at our website, breck.com slash AOTA. That's breck, B-R-E-C-H dot com slash AOTA. That includes a complete show archive, spotlight interviews, plus our show is available on multiple podcast platforms, including NPR One. Please like us on Facebook, Art on the Air, WVLP, for information about upcoming shows and interviews. If you're interested in being a guest or send us information about your arts, arts-related event, or exhibit, please email us at aota at breck.com. That's aota at breck, B-R-E-C-H dot com, or contact us through our Facebook page. Your hosts were Larry Breckner and Esther Golden, and we invite you back next week for another episode of Art on the Air. Aloha, everyone. Have a splendid week. Express yourself to art. And show the world your heart. Express yourself through art. And show the world your heart. You're in the know with Esther and Larry. Art on the air today. Stay in the know with Mary and Esther. Art on the air our way. Express yourself through art. And show the world your heart, express yourself in art. And show the world your heart, express yourself in art. And show the world your heart, express yourself.